0: Welcome to Fave This a podcast about internet culture, video games, sometimes, and fandom. I, uh, Patricia Hernandez, is out again this week, so it's me, Gita Jackson, staff writer Kotaku, joined by special guest Danica Harrod, the social editor from Waypoint. Hello, hello. I'm very excited to be here. I am so pumped. To I like have fandom. You here. I I have seen your Twitter. Account. I like fa- I like faves. I to you. I like I, this them- podcast. <laughs> I actually have given you a bunch of faves in my lifetime. I've given you a bunch of faves too. In the Thank short you. time that we followed each other, I've given you a lot of faves. I really appreciate that. <laughs> it touches my heart deeply. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen the Waypoint Twitter account, it is truly a masterpiece. I is that what, is that what you call it? I have called it a masterpiece. <laughs> it's basically. I guess this is setting up the topic of the show. You shit posts professionally. Yeah. For, I guess I would say that. Yeah. At least for Waypoint you should post mm-hmm, professionally. Mm-hmm. You um but like I, I wanted to like bring in a ship hosting expert because this is something I've tried to explain to my coworkers and my friends. <laughs> like, what does it mean to ship post? And to you, like what is the definition of ship hosting to you?
1: Oh my gosh. Well the definition of ship hosting to me I think is very different than the original definition, which like came about like 10 years ago on like something awful Mm. um, shitpost was originally and I think is still viewed by a lot of people a lot of unfun people as a bad post with no purpose Mm -hmm. that doesn't you know benefit any conversation and to me I think a shitpost is um, is almost like a joke but uh, for yourself Mm -hmm. and Might not be funny to anyone else, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think a really good example of this is I don't know if any of our listeners saw the brief window of time in which this was a popular joke on Twitter, Um, bone hurting juice do you yeah. remember that? Did that come about because of Nier? I have I absolutely <laughs> no idea. But I keep seeing people. I saw when Moira, uh, the new Overwatch character, mm-hmm. was announced. I went on t- Tumblr to see what people were saying about the character, and one person was like, uh, "Overwatch mod that changes the name of her two orbs to Bone Hurting Juice and Bone Healing Juice, and, and also her like juice just looks like pee. Yeah, juice <laughs> looks like pee. There's all these like weird jokes that are very like you know self indulgent jokes mm-hmm. about." Sombra asking Mercy to pee on her. And, like, it's really, really weird. It's pure, you know? It's yeah. Pure. I, yeah. Th- I
1: think... Stuff like that. See, like you don't know where bone hurting juice came from. I think bone hurting juice came from something in relation to near automata, but it doesn't matter because you see it and it's still like kind of funny. Yeah. And you also might say it even if you don't know where it came yeah, from. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like it's um something that someone put out into the world because it amuses them. But then yeah. like shit posting, especially on Twitter where things become viral very quickly. Um, just has become a new mode of joke making, where the more self-indulgent and s- that the joke is, the more likely it is to be picked up by a lot of other people. Right. Like right now, there's that um, that chart that's like, a gay by lesbian. Uh, oh, like disa- the disaster lesbian chart? The disaster and lesbian it's everyone chart. Everyone
1: is a disaster lesbian, yep. which just yep. happens to be true all yeah. the way around. Yeah. Um, I've known many lesbians in my time. <laughs> I've been a disaster lesbian many for for many times in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, that one's really good. And, and stuff that I do often on Waypoint is I'll just like log on at like 1 a.m. or mm-hmm. something. And I'm not even thinking of anything in my head to post, but I'll just type something out like... Um, I typed just like X borks off. <laughs> like all the Xbox One X launch. So I'm like, yeah. what's something funny that I can say? And then like the other day I just tweeted smoking big ex boinks. <laughs> because if you you've seen the smoking yeah. big doinks in Amish, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not everyone see that. So half half the people are commenting and they're like, What the fuck, waypoint? And the other half are like, I get it, I get it, yeah. okay. Yeah. And that's that's shit posting, honestly.
0: Yeah. No, we we get to do that on the site sometimes. Uh I know Kirk read an article about the Xbox One X. That was just, what is the plural of Xbox One X? <laughs> and like a, a lot of the choices. The, the one, I think he did add this one to the poll. There's like Xbox One X's, Xbox One's X. <laughs> Xbox One X. And the best one is the Xbox Xbox One X 2. That's good, yes, like squared. No, like X-Men 2, X2, oh, okay. okay.
1: Mutants United. <laughs> I think it should just be X-Bonks. Is, X-Bonks. Is the, that's the plural. I've been saying it in my head as X-Bonkses. Okay, that's. I haven't heard that one yet. The I've X-bonx. been saying X-Bonks. Because <laughs> I think X-Bone is so funny. I just, it's like, so like I can't get over
0: X-Bone. And so, X-Bonks is like, yeah, you know, it sounds like a cartoon sound effect. Mm-hmm. It sounds like uh, an old, like an old-timey Batman cartoon, like word bubble thing. We need to make it happen. I feel like <laughs> tomorrow I'm going to grab our social media editor and be like, "Listen, just do it. Just do it just for do me. It. We'll see what what people have to say." Like... That, there's per-
1: there's uh, definitely uh, pros and cons to shitposting because yeah. I will often see. People just so mad, just so mad at our social media, even people who don't follow it, because I just will post jokes from time to time, yeah, um, but I think I think it's been like ninety ten where like ninety percent of the people will laugh or they'll be like, "What the hell?" but they'll still like fave it and retweet it, yeah, um but sometimes we definitely get people who are like waypoint social media is just not for me it's not for me and that's okay it's Unfollow for me me bitch no like, <laughs> i know, I know. Yeah. sometimes they'll still be following me and i'll just screenshot that they're following me and i'll just respond with that yeah and that works that's <laughs> a good it's time ode. to take social media back
0: honestly yes okay and also one of the things that i've noticed about shit posting uh, and sort of and maybe it's part of just the circles of internet people that i'm in is that at the end of the day, the people who make the funniest jokes on Twitter are black people and gay people. Right, and shitposting has now right. become the realm of those two groups of people, and it's incredible to see.
1: I th- well, I think some of like the best shit posts are um, jokes that have been like JPEG artifacted, if like in text form, taken from Black Twitter or taken yeah. from like Black Vine. Yeah, and they have just like made their way into these like tweets or posts that have gone through so many different yeah. channels and been like artifacted. Yeah, like uh, back at it again in Krispy Kreme.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll, it'll never get old. It'll yeah. never be bad. So if you haven't seen that Vine, which I'm so sorry, you should <laughs> see it. You should pause this podcast. If you haven't, I don't think you've ever used the internet. Yeah, seriously. Um, So it's a guy it's a really, it's the best Vine of all time. <laughs> The so guy, he's at Krispy Kreme, and the first shot is him saying, back at it again at Krispy Kreme. And then he does, the next shot is him doing a fucking triple black flip, except in the last rotation of the flip, his legs hit the Krispy Kreme sign, and like that breaks, is when the vine it. stops. It just breaks the sign, and it's done. It's, it's done. Incredible. It's incredible. It so is good. so, so good. So, like, for sometimes, you know, Like, when people say, like, I'm back on my bullshit or, you know, I've never left my bullshit, that kind of thing. Well, instead of saying that, they'll say, back at it again on Krispy Kreme. Right. And it means the same thing. It's a signal to a lot of people that you are also in, like, the in club. But it also is just a funny thing to say. I think that's the key to a lot of successful shitposts is I- even if you don't get the deep reference. Right. It should also just be a funny thing to say. Right. I we absolutely have like Black Twitter and Black Vine to thank for yeah. I think the current
1: era of what we know as shitposting. Like the Bugs Bunny image that just says "Lord forgive me, but it's time to go back to the old me" and it's yep. like Bugs Bunny holding a gun. Yep. Or "Lord forgive me, but I'm" <laughs> back on my bullshit you know it's like all
0: of that or, is or the one um the the she was uh she was crazier than him that God. that <laughs> JPEG <Kett laughs> artifact yes. thing it's from a goofy movie right yeah 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 yep yeah but it's a goofy movie but they oh been, no it's from oh yeah yeah the image the image yes. yeah yeah um, that the quote is from Suicide Squad, right? it's <laughs> amazing.
1: Yeah. Also, I love that that image has gotten so much mileage too. Like mm. it, it went from "Wow, Queen, you're so beautiful" to um, "to uh, Wow, bitch, you live like this." To, yep. to it's gone through so many
0: just layers of different. I would posts. love to see an image that that image without JPEG artifacts at this point in time.
1: Can we and- see the original? Like, where's the original drawing?
0: It's somewhere deep on DeviantArt. It's so deep in there. I might do a journalism on this. You should. I absolutely you will. Should. Good luck finding it. I hope you can find it. I want to talk to the person who made this and I want to know how they feel. You have feel. to. One thing I discovered while I was also looking at the tag Moira Overwatch the day that Moira was announced. <laughs> I love that you're just like on Tumblr looking up Moira Overwatch. They fucking put the new name out and I was like, okay, load up <laughs> Tumblr. Let's go see what they're saying. Um, There's another character. Okay. There's a poor, poor girl. Uh, she means she seems fine with it, but the Moira Overwatch tag was taken up by this girl's original character, like entirely, <laughs> just like a blue-haired Moira Cruz who just seems like a Lat- cute Latina that she shipped with McCree. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. a couple of fics on archive of, of our own okay. with her name, you know, and up until the minute Moira was announced, that's what the Moira Overwatch tag was. This I'm, I feel so sorry. I feel so sad. I really do. Well, I mean, what's cool is that people looking for fan items- They'll see it. Yeah. They'll they saw it, and they were like, oh my god, I love your OC, and she seemed happy about that. Aw. Now she like, needs to pair the Moiras. That's what needs oh to happen. Oh my god. Two Moira Overwatches. That that would be perfect. <laughs> Overwatch fandom is incredible. It's terrifying, also. It's absolutely terrifying.
1: But nothing, <laughs> no fandom is as terrifying as the
0: K-pop fandom. Oh my god. So I will say that. God. <laughs> I love- I really like pop jams, mm-hmm. but the K-pop fandom. Okay, so you remember when TOP got caught smoking weed? Yeah, he got locked up. Yeah, yeah, and got it was really, really sad. Yeah, the reaction. Well, he went to the hospital and stuff too. He like had yeah he like had a breakdown yeah. and
1: stuff and had to go to the hospital. Have you seen his Instagram lately? I haven't. Okay. I, I haven't kept up. I was a an wild Big Bang fan from when I was like 17 until I was like 24. Listen, I even saw, I saw Taeyang in concert and I got front row tickets and my photos that I took for Crunchyroll and posted them on Tumblr got co-opted
0: by the K-pop
1: fandom immediately. Oh my God. (laughs) But I
0: haven't, tell me about Top's Instagram. Okay, so Top uh, loves He's the the hot rapper in yeah. in Big Bang. He's, Tallest member. He's so. I hot. I think he's the oldest member. He's so hot. Yeah, it's really overwhelming. And he's like a weird dork that just loves art. Right. My favorite line of his, and I think just a legitimately good bar, is Francis Bacon in the kitchen. <laughs> I know. It's real, and in the video that he so says much. that I he is him. doing a video drone yes, reference, yes, visual yes, reference, and it yes. is so fucking cool. So he got caught smoking weed. That is a very serious crime in Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he went to the hospital, had a huge breakdown because he wanted to be. He was doing his mandatory military service, right. and he wanted to be a cop because mm-hmm. that you know that was just what he had decided he was going to do, mm-hmm. and he could no longer be a cop. He would have to do basic training and shit, and that did not drive with him really. Um, his Instagram now that he's out, is just like really depressing photos of art, like depressing art. And then like a selfie of him. And I think at one point, like uh he has a comment from one of his other Big Bang members, it's like, You alright, bro? You doing okay? I miss you. <laughs> oh no.
1: It's almost like, um, it's kind of like he's living the life of, <clears throat> I don't remember, I don't know if you remember the video, the music video for Lies, which was like one of their early, early yes. songs yes, where yes, GD yes. kills his girlfriend's yes. boyfriend or yes. covers for his girlfriend who got killed. This is like what's happening, you know? Yeah. Like Top, is lo- Top got locked up and now.
0: It's also like the music video for a Loser. <clears throat> I feel like that's a pretty prescient. Yes. It's one of their last yes. singles. Loser is such a good song. Loser's really good. Yeah. Their their stuff is so good. Uh, it's like like a, a step above most K pop. Yeah. And yeah. I am so, I feel so basic.
1: Anytime I talk to someone who's really, really, really into K pop, and I'm like, ah, Big Bang is still my favorite. Even though I really liked people like Outsider and yeah. like other like less
0: well known K pop artists growing yeah. up,
1: Big Bang is still just like so good. Yeah. It's I so mean, I got into
0: uh, Ling, what is it? Ling Ming, uh, She She's that song, Awoo. Mm-hmm, I like mm-hmm. really like that song. Um, I really like Guyen solo stuff. Guyen from, yep. uh, yeah, you know, i really like some of FX stuff, but sometimes they get a little bit too cutesy wootsy for me, right. Uh, and red velvet's really adorable. But like, when it comes to down and think of it, it's like c l and Big Bang. I know they're the ones for
1: me. I know. I w- oh my gosh. I was into 21 anyone so, so hardcore back in the day. Oh I think I God. mostly preferred the boy bands, like M black and. M. Black always made me <laughs> laugh
0: just because their name was M. Black. I know. <laughs> I know. M. Black. They, Black. Didn't, they didn't know. It was like Hanson, you know? Yeah, that then- it was also an acronym <laughs> that stood for something totally ridiculous. Right. It was like men and believing something, something. I know the last word was Quality. Ladies and queers. That's what it is, you know? M. Black stands for Men Believing Ladies and Queers. And
1: that's just what it is now. Yeah, I'm going to tweet, tweet that later. <laughs>
0: Take it. You can have it. Thank you can you. have it Thank for letting you. me guess on this podcast. I'll tag you. It'll be a mutual okay. thing. It's a collaboration. <laughs> There are moments in my life where I sit down and I think of a joke and I'm like, fuck me, I'm going to be a non-real human being and just take out my phone and tweet this right yep. now. Like, I just can't stop myself. There have been moments where I've woken up in the middle of the night and, like, written down a joke because I'm like, I can't be the person that tweets this at three in the morning, but I can't stop thinking about this incredibly stupid yeah, thing. Yeah, and
1: you'll lose it. You'll, you'll lose it. You'll lose it. It's the same thing as getting, like, I got my palm read recently and- right? um you know, I don't, however much you believe in like palm reading, the woman did say something that really resonated with me, which was um, me as a person, I get so like anxious over taking on the time it takes for new projects that I'll think about stuff and I'll just be like, I'm going to let that thought pass because I don't want to think about the time that it's going to take me to do this. And it's the same thing with tweets. You just got to like write stuff down immediately.
0: Yeah. Otherwise you lose it. Yeah. I mean, the thing about the way I became good at Twitter. So my boss Steven Detillo, I know he listens to this podcast, and he's always wanted to know how to be good at Twitter. He actually had a he got a one k, uh, he got like a seven k retweet tweet. Whoa! Yeah, it was an incredible tweet of the a pyramid in Super Mario Odyssey and a pyramid in. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Oh, I remember. Yeah, it was a yeah. great tweet. It was yeah. so such good. a good tweet. <laughs> so good. And he, you know, he thought it would go to just to 1K, and I was like, "Buddy, that's gonna go. Like yeah. once you have that many tweets and faves, it, you yep. just lost control of it. It's gonna yep. go. I've never gotten over 1K retweets. I also kind of deliberately engineer my tweets not to go viral. Because I'm pretty sure I've also never gotten a viral tweet.
1: Really? I think maybe, I think maybe like 1K is like my highest. Yeah. And usually, if they go super high, I'll just delete them. Because yeah. I get real bad anxiety. Yeah. Muting a conversation only does so much and it only works if you're not looking at the
0: responses. I've spent like a great <coughs> deal of time like making my online personality be inhospitable to people having conversations with me. Right. And but that means I lose out on a lot of things about being online, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so yesterday I tweeted like a great joke about being sad that I thought was really funny and is really funny. I'll repeat it for you right now. It was, you know, my meds have made it a lot more easier for me to deal with emotional pitfalls, but there's just been like way too many times this month alone where I've looked at myself and been like, am I in the bad place? <laughs> Are you in the bad place? I don't know. Am I in an ironic <clears throat> hell meant to punish mm-hmm. me for my discretions? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know yet. I'm not sure. And someone replied to it with, um, if it gets worse, you should see a doctor. And, like, you can go off on that person. Oh. You know, they were trying to be nice, but so that would be weird and mean. But what you have to do at a certain point, if you don't want people to talk to you like that, is make an example out of randos. And that also doesn't feel good. Right, right. Because then nobody wants to interact <clears throat> with you. Yeah, I tried. It's, it's me no
1: longer putting people on blast or like retweeting or quote tweeting Mm. people uh, definitely saved me a lot of shit because anytime I would quote like a dude being gross in my Mm. mentions, Mm -hmm. I would get, you know, most people would be like supportive or whatever, but people would also like go off on the person, which was never my intention. No, it was yeah. more of my intention to like make an example of how people shouldn't act. Yeah, um, I quote. I did quote tweet someone the other day who tweeted at me and was like. Hey Danica, you think you're hot shit? Just want to let you know you're not hot shit. And I quote to you that I'm just like, thank you so much for keeping me grounded. Like you're, <laughs> it's, it's because of it's you
0: are the reason that I exist today. Yeah, you know, you Sometimes were you, gotta you know, make an I, example. I understand. I mean, yesterday with the guy that was like the mental health thing, I feel like it was a service to him also right. because he did it out of concern for me. Right. But he needs to know that he does not know me. Right. It comes from
1: like the, here's the thing is like it comes from what you want to believe is a good place right yes. but but also people need to sit back and think that hey maybe if someone is talking about medication they have seen a doctor or yeah. they have considered seeing a doctor Yeah. or if someone even if someone's talked about mental health and i and i always get really uh wound up by people being like you should do yeah X, you y, should Z if i'm not asking for
0: the yes. advice Yes. I think um, it's especially hazardous when talking about mental health or any health issue. Mm-hmm. But just like double, especially if you are minor- like, marginalized in any way right. at all. Right. People just assume that you haven't thought about it at all. And it's... Bingo bongo bonkers! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember. I mean, it doesn't even matter that like at one time, Kirk wrote is great. I feel like I always talk about Kirk on this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Kirk. Um, he you had know, this great post that I loved so much that was called "I squished a bug inside the screen of my monitor and now I want to." That die. was also a great post. That was such a good post because he made like the perfect. Like shit posty top image. It was so good. It It was was just like a picture of the smushed bug and then the word fuck. Yes. (laughs) So amazing. So good. Um, I remember reading that and people were just, the comments were just people giving him advice. And, you know, the poll post was, I'm (laughs) going to live with it. I'm not fucking asking, you know? (laughs) And there's this assumption about online that everyone always knows less than you, Mm -hmm. which is not true. Mm -hmm. A lot of people know more than you. Right. Or just don't care. Right. Like another big thing. I think for the most part is they just don't give, they they don't, they don't, they're not asking for anything. Yeah. You know? Like think of it like a bus stop, right? You came up to a bus stop and a person started giving you advice. You'd be like, get the fuck away from me. It's like that, it's like that vine where the woman's outside and she's like,
1: oh, (laughs) and the bus driver's like, nope, and he (laughs) just drives away. (laughs) That's what Twitter's like sometimes. Yeah. It's gotta be. They're like, let me in. This is a nope. thing that this is a thing that Austin and I have talked about too. Um it is like sometimes we'll be like having a conversation on Twitter or we'll be like responding to each other and mm-hmm. someone who like doesn't know us will just comment with like a piece of advice or something. And that is always like so weird to see. I think also it's it's really hard and I sympathize with a lot of people on Twitter because especially getting on Twitter now mm-hmm. or recently, um sometimes it can be hard to navigate like how to interact with people on Twitter and interact with threads and see other conversations and not want to get in. So it's like, I sympathize with it and also I'm, I'm like affected by it in a way.
0: Yeah. No, I, um, I feel like I've done my best to give people advice about how to deal with Twitter because especially now, especially now it's a fucking nightmare. Um, just a waking nightmare. Yep. Um, Here's but- the advice: get a private Twitter. No, just- seriously, <laughs> <go ahead. laughs> everybody get a locked account. Twitter's lock- better, but it's please, locked next to your name, please. Absolutely, yeah, and like that, and just like you gotta read the r- replies before you reply to somebody. Yeah. If you're thinking about making a joke, make sure no one else has made that joke, yeah. or else you're gonna look like a chump and get muted. Mm-hmm. And also assume everyone's already muted you. Mm-hmm. I have the quality filter on at all times, which means I basically don't see anyone except for the people I follow. I turned that off because it was hiding posts from people that I followed. It really? was so
1: strange. It was so, so strange. Weird. Twitter's broken though, so like I'm please don't take away my verification. Yeah. But <laughs> Twitter is broken and sucks.
0: Uh, but instead of fixing it, they added two
1: hundred and eighty <laughs> characters now. You know what I need I need to write a book. So I've tried to keep it under one forty. I've been trying, I'm like on waypoint I'm absolutely not using the two eighty. Oh no. I will never go. You can hold me to that. I'll never go above. So we're
0: never going to see the John Galt speech on
1: the Waypoint no, Twitter? No, oh, I thought bad. about just writing it's and then a bunch of dots, like making a really long tweet, and yeah. then video games, not video games. That was going to be that my w- one. That, that, that was sounds the, really good. Anyone listening to this podcast, please feel free to take it. Don't, No need to credit me. It's fine. It's out there. So
0: Kotaku is a video space games outlet. Yeah. Yeah. yes. That's the right way? I yes. used to be a video no space games. Really? Yeah.
1: I've always looked at it as... Would you ever write card games or right. board games as like one word? Right. I get and also, that. W- if you use, uh, if you use uh, like spell check or anything in Word or even autocorrect on your phone, it always underlines when you make it one word. True. So that has to mean that's wrong, right? That's true.
0: I mean, also we use a bunch of made-up words in video games. That's true. Yeah, I was trying to explain the plot of Bioshock Infinite to a class of undergrads today, <laughs> and I just like my entire life flashed before my eyes, yeah. just thinking about all the words I was gonna have to say that don't make <laughs> sense. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's okay. You'll teach them.
0: You taught just, them, right? I, I, th- okay. You want to hear the plot of Bioshock Infinite, but <laughs> we to a, a, a without saying any video game words. Yeah. You're a man. You're a Pinkerton agent. At least that I can say. Okay, yeah. People know what that is. And you're taken to uh, America. American exceptionalism. The floating sky island. Mm-hmm. And you have to find your. You're supposed to find your daughter, but also she's being held. Kitten, but she's being held by a, a giant mechanical bird. Mm-hmm. Um. And at the same time, there's a revolution, and the black lady who's leading the the subjugated underclass she, uh, she. you think she's good, but then your daughter's time dimension powers <laughs> makes it so you get to the universe where she's bad Act well, where she wins, and actually uh, taking down the upper class that subjugates violently, a lower class is bad, and then that black lady kills a white child for no reason, and in the middle of this, you are doing a bunch of boring corridor fights. That was, like, one long sentence. Like, the longest. You should make that a Tumblr post. Uh, I really should. (laughs) You absolutely should. You absolutely should. My favorite thing, okay, I've been trying to make this. I I was really good at Tumblr for a while, and Mm. then I stopped using it for, like, a year, and then I came back, and the landscape had changed entirely, Right. and it was scary and new, and I didn't know what to do anymore. But my favorite thing is screen capping the fucked-up Tumblr ads and just making those into posts. (laughs) That's good. It's good. I love those. Tumblr, Yoo-hoo, Yahoo bought Tumblr and tried to monetize it, and like nobody wants to put it's ads so, on Tumblr. No, it's no, it's so bad. It's Do so you bad. see those ads for like uh like not antique vases, like historical historical vases from like architecture, like uh, agra What's that one word with an A, uh, where, where people are digging to find old things? Yeah, it's um got too many words in my head. I don't know. Honestly, but, you know, I haven't seen the ads, but I'll keep an eye out.
1: There's, I um, only use Tumblr for Waypoint now. I quit Tumblr when I quit cosplaying because I that felt is like I had really, no, really, not much reason. really, yeah. really
0: smart. Yeah, yeah. Tumblr is a nightmare. I quit fandom stuff. Well, as a participant. Right. So I am still a fandom observer. Mm-hmm. So I, And I have a Tumblr so that I can message people as a journalist yeah. and stuff. A fandom observer is like the way to go. That Honestly. should be your title, your new title. Yeah. I think I should probably, I should pitch that to the team, mm-hmm. the fandom observer. Mm-hmm. I am the one that explains to them why everyone's tweeting about that one weird thing. Yeah, exactly. So that is sort of my role. It's like I'm like the watcher from uh, the Marvel comics, except it's for fandom. Mm -hmm. And then I turn around and be like, (laughs) okay, so this is why people can't stop talking about piss in the Overwatch fandom. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Man, those are my favorite days. Today I did actually write fucking an article about a meme. And, you know, I was really happy to do it, though. So Sims Cats and Dogs comes out Mm -hmm. tomorrow. It's great. I've been making a lot. Okay, best part of that game, you can choose two cat breeds or two dog breeds and just press randomize, and it'll give you random (laughs) features from both those breeds. I love The Sims so much. Oh, my God. I love The Sims so much. I love it so much. I'm going to spend the entire weekend playing Cats and Dogs. <laughs> it's very good. It's one of those things where I was so mad at the Sims fandom. Sims fandom is pretty similar to the K-pop fandom. Where just... I've never experienced the Sims fandom. Oh, they are never happy. Uh-huh. They are never, ever, 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 ever happy. Right. They have been asking for Cats and Dogs since the Sims base game was announced. And then they announced Cats and Dogs, and they were like, where's Seasons? <laughs> it's so, there are so many Sims games. I can't yeah. keep up. Yeah. Well... Yeah, that's true. And like, it's like the expansions come out, and the stuff packs, and it's just like right. a, it's EA trying to trick you into spending money on shit. And, and you do it because you love The Sims. And you want that's the cats. Right, you want the cats. And you this one's cats. got a good hair that you want to have, too. Yeah. And this one's got a cool skirt. hmm And this one has the feature where you can join a dance crew, and there is a feature in one of the expansions where yep. you can join a dance crew, so.
1: And you can be There's one where you can be a DJ. You know, you can be yeah. anything you want. You, you can do be a vampire. I really like um, what I really like about The Sims are the uh, the conspiracy theories yes. on YouTube. Those are so good. Yes, those are like I saw one. Um, I one of my coworkers. She works on Vice Land. Her name is Amelia. Um, her Twitter is Thoughtcooter, and it's an extremely good Twitter. Mm-hmm. But she went through a phase where she was just posting clips of Sims conspiracy theory videos. And there's one. I'll I'll send it to you later. It's so good. Yeah, it's about um some like main Sims character, which I didn't even know could exist.
0: Yeah, there's like an overarching storyline of characters from The Sims 1 where they keep bringing back these characters and putting them in neighborhoods and um, they're all, there is like an actual plot. There is. That is so it's weird. It's bonkers. Oh my gosh. It's fascinating and like there's, the Sims wiki is like one of my favorite <laughs> things in the world. That's where I found out. I wrote this article about um, the things that People in The Sims do to get the baby that they want, Mm -hmm. and uh, in The Sims 2, they uh, for a long time you just had to save scum when your character was pregnant, so that you could reload if you didn't get the baby you wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, But after after a while, they added a thing where if you ate certain foods, it would give you a a boy or a girl. And I went to the wiki to confirm, and they were like, "Well," and it was just like. page of information it was fascinating i know so much about the sims
1: 2 code now i also like the um a lot of people make sims amvs so i've seen a lot of like naruto sims amvs where like sasuke and uh sakura are dating and i think they even like have sex in this amv and naruto's just outside it's to um that sounds beautiful it's to eminem and rihanna song that rihanna song love the way you
0: lie yes that and naruto's just
1: outside like as eminem like rapping
0: yeah, it's really good. Oh, my God. It's really good. So, speaking of that, I was um, looking through the Sims like gallery where people upload their Sims mm-hmm. to share with everybody, mm-hmm. and I noticed that just like a lot of characters were named Dr. Nathan Barker. Barker? Barker. Oh, Dr. Nathan Barker. It was Barker. just the same Sim or this Sim, but now he's with the girl that's pregnant and stuff. So, I went and looked in the description, huh. and- Uh, there was a link to a YouTube channel where this person just has, like, a soap opera featuring this character. And, like, the YouTube videos don't actually have that much views, but, like, a lot of people have downloaded this Sim and then re-uploaded it to the gallery after they've gotten him married off and shit. And it's fascinating. The rabbit hole goes so deep. Yeah. It's so interesting. I... The Sims people... Because it's, like, they don't play any other game. It's sort Mm -hmm. of like people who play... um, who buy a game console because that they want that year's Madden, NBA, and Call of Duty. Yep, yep. And the Sims people are just like that. They just get The Sims, mm-hmm. and they will just play The Sims. And I guess that explains why they get so frustrated waiting for new expansions. They need, they've
1: needed cats and dogs for 20 years. Yeah,
0: they woke up every day knowing <laughs> that they needed it. In the womb, they were like, you know what I want? Sims for cats and dogs. Oh, What's a gosh. Sim? Don't know, I will know in the future.
1: I miss The Sims. I haven't played in a long time.
0: The Sims to me was always like Barbies where I would just like kill off my characters. Okay. Yeah. See, for me, Barbies was I'm gonna make Connor Oberst in The Sims and then I'm gonna marry Connor Oberst. (laughs) 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 The thing that I've done. It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, I did. I made... I made a very, very accurate replica of the apartment that I just moved into, and then I stopped short of making all of my roommates. That is such dedication. I really love decorating houses. I really love decorating houses. If there was just a game like Style Savvy, except you're an interior designer, I would Mm -hmm. play it literally every day of my life. Animal Crossing: Happy Home Designer. I liked it, but it wasn't okay. Style Savvy. Style Savvy is a lot more variety. Better, yes. Yes. Happy Home Designer scratched the itch for a while. Right. There's only so much you can do in that game. Yeah. Yeah. And also,
1: you have someone right over your shoulder. They're waiting. Yeah. You know. It's
0: a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. I did like going and seeing other people's houses in Happy Home Designer. Yes. That was really fun. Well, because they always look... Or the houses that you worked on or... um, Or on the the network. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
1: Because the houses that... Come in Animal Crossing always look a million times better than any house you could possibly ever make I know. So or depressing. design. I know. I can't wait to be depressed about this with a mobile game. <laughs> I'm gonna be
0: upset. I I'm getting it, but I, you know, it's gonna hurt me. Mm-hmm. But I can't wait. I love Animal Crossing. I love Animal
1: Crossing too, and I need more Nintendo mobile games. But I'm not gonna spend a single dime.
0: No, I'm really good at not buying things right. for these games mm-hmm. because it's not worth it. Yeah, I'm also just like fallen victim into too many like anime gotcha games. Like I played Love yeah. Live. I yeah. can't do that yeah. again.
1: I know. Yeah. I know.
0: See,
1: we, we get it. We get it. <laughs> I miss Love Live too. Oh my God. I deleted it. I had to get rid of it. I deleted it. it like like eight months ago. Oh my I was God. like, I can't play it anymore. I have to stop.
0: Yeah, I almost started playing the one where for a while they had the sexy George Washington. It wasn't Fate Go or whatever that was, Was but it it was a different one. Was it Fate or was it Idol Master or something? It was not Idol Master. It was not a rhythm game one, but it was a gotcha game where you could uh, get historical figures, like sexy anime versions of historical (laughs) figures, it was really cool. Hello, sexy George Washington. Yeah, they had sexy George Washington both as the mythological version of George Washington that didn't cut down the cherry tree and as real sexy George Washington. Who did cut down the, the That is so yeah. weird. And the other one was called Forage Washington. <laughs> it was really cool. Hello, Forage. I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. It was incredible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, gotcha games are good.
1: Well, I'm glad we got here from shitposting. I mean, this... We went for an entire... That that was a journey, and it was a very good if journey. If you want to
0: go meta, this is a
1: post. This is absolutely a post. Yeah. Highest level, expanding brain meme. <laughs>
0: That's what it is. God, I'm so poisoned by online that today fucking kirk just said a normal thing to me and i said that's a cosmic brain meme yep and i say (laughs) i
1: say expanding i hate that i say it out loud i know i don't ever want to say expanding brain
0: out loud like well who says that uh but i mean okay so i feel like i've done a good job not totally ruining my life with being online Mm -hmm. um and that on the weekends i make a rule for myself which is i don't I try not to tweet on the weekend unless it's pressing, like very pressing. Any wow, good? Wow, Patrick does that too. Patrick, really? is like, Nope. Well, he's got a fucking baby. And his life. Yeah, yeah, he has whatever. like a real life. His kid's really cute. I know. It's so know. obnoxious. She's such a little cutie. I know. Oh,
1: but he's a gremlin. It's on record.
0: He's he, a gremlin. He refuses to wear pants in PUBG and it's he disgusting refuses. it's absolutely disgusting it is actually terrible when he has to stream from his computer I really God. hate it I need to I need to
1: do what you're doing though and yeah. like not I haven't been on Twitter much today at all and I I was in San Francisco for the last two three weeks and I tried to like really stay off mm-hmm. and it definitely helps yeah with
0: a lot Today, um, I talked to some kids in the new school, an um, undergrad class, and they asked me, like, how do you deal with people when they're shitting on you on Twitter, and, and I was like, I, I log off. Mm-hmm. All right, what I actually, another really help, helpful thing to do is to take whatever you're mad about online mm-hmm. and try to explain it to a person who is not terminally online. Right. Most of the time, they'll be like, Gita, why are you mad? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, oh, yep. yeah, yep. okay, I'm just gonna put my phone away now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I tried to explain. Um,
1: I tried to explain like my job to my mom. So, oh my god! It's like, and I tried to talk to her about like digital strategy and like brand marketing and all of this stuff that she just doesn't get because she's worked the same job for forty years and has yep. never had social media.
0: Yeah, um, and that was fun and yeah. interesting. My mom's a professor who still does her grades by hand. Yep. So she is very happy for me. <laughs> yeah, same, same, same. Uh, I mean, at least, like, the one thing is, like, you can send your mom a good tweet, and she'll probably get it because she knows you, and right. knows your sense of humor. And, right. like, the same for me. I can send my mom a good article, and she'll she'll laugh, and mm. she'll be, like, so she'll be proud of me. Yep. My dad apparently prints out all my articles and leaves them at the office, which is cool because I've written about, like, which video game characters people yeah, want to fuck all the yeah. time. Ugh. I've also talked about being bisexual more in my articles than I ever have to him, so relatable. Yeah. <laughs> relatable.
1: Me on Waypoint. Me and my mom completely silent. Yeah, it's it's fun. That, it's I mean, fun. that's
0: that's also a cool thing about the internet, though. Yeah. You know. Yeah. God, I mean, I think the the thing about people get terminally online or just like way too into fandom because it's so hard in if. If you're really really into Korean pop music in life, it is really hard to find the people that are also really into Korean pop mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. Online you can go to Tumblr and type K-pop and you find so many of them. Yep. And you it's so easy to think this is now my entire world. Right. And that's really dangerous too mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have made a lot of really good friends. I met Austin just because I was like fucking shooting the shit about video games like like, between, like, 2012 and 2013, and then we just started following each other because we liked each other's opinions, and now we're, like, friends, that's chill. Um, And, like, the same with Patricia Hernandez and, and all that. And that's really cool that it's enhanced my life, but it's so hard sometimes to actually say, it isn't the entire world, though. Right. And I have to actually interface with, This person at the coffee shop, Mm -hmm. or need to call my mom, or I should meet up with a friend in person. Because even if they're not deeply into the fucked up shit post, or like, remember that thing, that video of, man, this is awful. My friend Robert Moore, bloody honey, on Twitter, Mm -hmm. every Halloween he will talk about and or share the video of the dude fucking a pumpkin. And And I
1: unfortunately haven't seen it, but he also has the best alt Twitter of all time. Oh my God, his alt Twitter is amazing. The Eat the Booty
0: one. I love it so much. It's the best thing that's ever existed. I got so mad at him for adding soups to that (laughs) bot. So it's just a recipe bot, but it precedes every recipe name with Eat the Booty Like. Yes. And God. so good. Eat the Booty Like cheese and ale soup today. (laughs) And I had to think about that.
1: This is here's another thing about Twitter is like when I met Robert, because we had only like we followed each other on Twitter. Like I had never seen his name before because he doesn't have his name on his Twitter. So when I met him, it was like at a GDC party and I was drunk and I was like,
0: hey, honey. (laughs) And he was like. Okay, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I just didn't know his name and I felt so bad. Yeah, no, I also, I met him at Indiecade and I was like, you're bloody honey because we had been DMing and trying to meet up with right, each other. Right, he was right. like, I'm Robert. <laughs> I was like, great. Good to know. Oh my gosh, Twitter, yeah, Twitter. It's such a huge part of my life and I hate it. Like, I hate this yeah. website so much. I think we'll get better
1: as as time goes on with, you know, juggling everything, like juggling social media and where it falls in our lives. And I think the last year, everything has just been so um, easy to get on social media and easy to find on social media. And like, um, since the election happened a year ago, um, you know, when the election was going on, Twitter was where the conversation was
0: happening. Yeah, And And like, I think, especially in the sort of sphere of people that I follow on Twitter, I follow a lot of people that are up-to-date on dates and, right. like, always have phone numbers on hand right. for who you should call yep. if you're pissed off about yep. something. And that's been really essential as yep. a tool. It also it was really easy to share things without reading them with sex, but...
1: Yeah, and it's a lot of misinformation. Stuff yeah. Gets, but gets I think it's made around. our younger generation more skeptical, you know? Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. It's, like, it's not like uh, when I was growing up where uh, my parents were kind of, like careful online because uh you don't know who you'll meet and there's a lot of bad people online and I was kind of like ah eh, whatever fuck off I'm I'm 13 and I'm going to go in this chat room <laughs> and I'm going to pretend I'm 18 and say hello everybody um now I think people can just see all that stuff right up front you know yeah
0: yeah no I mean I remember um your ship your slip is showing that sort of twitter mm-hmm. campaign where mm-hmm. a bunch of black feminists were like We've been watching these accounts for several months pretend to be black women, and right. you can always tell they do not blend in, and here's just a list of them, and it's just very, the tells are really, really easy. I right. remember in the midst of, uh, I mean, it still happens to me. People will follow me, and I'll look at their account, and it's like, First off, I'm Antifa and honey and like all this shit. And it's like, I know that you are trying to crypto follow me mm-hmm. to spy on me for some reason, not knowing that my tweets are public. So why right. are you doing that? Right. Um, and it's, but there's always a tell. And I think that the longer I'm online, the better I am at seeing it. And I see young people be able to spot fakes faster than it's me. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I, I feel very happy
1: that sites like Twitter are available to the younger generation because I think that people are getting, like, introduced to this mess of online society or whatever in a way that's just, like, so in their face Mm -hmm. and they're learning, like, so fast. But it's also so dangerous because there are fucking scary people on the internet. Yeah,
0: God. (sighs) Not even... Like, scary in small and big ways, right? There's people who can sort of warp your worldview into this sort of me- like a mess of just accusations right. and not being able to trust anyone mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. assuming the worst of everyone at mm-hmm. all times. And it's scary where there's, like, actual predators and abusers right. out there that right. are trying to take advantage of you. Yep. And it's rough to watch people, especially in fandom spaces, immediately fall in line behind whatever the prevailing wisdom of the day is right. without questioning it. Mm-hmm. But I do have to believe, like, I was deep in fandom. I still have grudges against certain hair, like Harry Hermione shippers from my Harry Potter days, you know? But it's not like that lasted forever. Right. We just have more access now to yes. seeing people going through these phases. Yes, yes. And that is the thing we have to remember. Like, everybody always had the, a thing where they misjudged someone mm-hmm. or believed a rumor. Mm -hmm. or spread rumors and gossip about people we just see it happen right now Mm -hmm. one sad thing is watching people have to leave like their online spaces because of that stuff it's always really sad anytime I see like uh, anytime I see like a really
1: uh, erroneous like a phony looking call out of like a trans woman from like two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Getting passed around on Twitter. I'm like, God, this sucks so bad. Yeah. Why, why is this happening? Yeah. Like, like, Tumblr screenshots a- <clears throat> and people
0: being like, this person said a thing one time and I didn't like it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean obviously we should Okay, so what really gets my goat about that shit is that callouts were invented to police physical spaces. Yes. And they work in physical spaces mm-hmm. because you can sit someone down and be like, I have all these witnesses here and they saw you do this thing that was not okay. Mm-hmm. That is like real evidence and like policing physical spaces is really important. Callouts do not work on non physical spaces because you have a lot less of ability to have that concrete evidence right. of wrongdoing. Right. Um, and also, those people can just fucking come back. I know. I've watched the same abusers come back to the same communities over and over Mm -hmm. and over again, Mm -hmm. just with a different name. Right. And uh, it just doesn't work, so we just make people sad for no reason, essentially. Right. Sucks. It's really sad. Really, really sad. Let's end on an up note. So I'm going to ask, what is your favorite joke you've made on Twitter recently that no one liked but you? That's everyone likes every joke
1: I make. Okay, I just want to throw that out there. No, it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh, I made a joke that just said Mario's tiny peenie. Nice. Um. After the, um, article that I saw, I saw a great article that had photos of Super Mario's tiny peenie. You got
0: to see his tiny. I little I got peony. to see his
1: tiny little peeny. Thanks to Kotaku. <sighs>
0: Shout outs, um, <laughs> Shout outs to Luke
1: Plunkett. Um, Shout out to Luke, and I just tweeted Mario's tiny peenie, and it definitely got more response. The ratio was off. You know, it was yeah. it was like fifty responses to forty faves, and it was yeah. everyone just so mad at me, <laughs> which which, <laughs> which I think also constitutes a successful shit post. I,
0: so you know what, I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. So Danica, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. It has been an absolute pleasure. People can find you at the Waypoint Twitter account. Is (laughs) there anywhere else people can find you? Um, People can find me at uh, twitter.com slash Danica Harrod. I'd like to thank Montana Mofidi, who is the executive director of audio here. And I also want to give a a shout out to Levi Sharp from Something us Out. Um, And I want to also thank Mellow Makes, who did our theme song, and Stuart Wood, who did the music that plays in between the commercials. Make sure to check out this week's split screen also where they're talking to Zach Barth. They're going to be talk about these games. And they're also talking to Kotaku's Michael Fahey about the Xbox One X. So you can find us on iTunes where you should please definitely give us a review and a rating. It really helps with visibility. We're also on Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, which makes me feel incredibly cool. Um, if you have any questions <clears throat> or comments, we will read them on the show. And you can email us at favethis at kotaku.com or tweet at either me or Patricia um, at uh, using the hashtag favethis. Um, you can find my work and Patricia Hernandez's work on Kotaku. We both work there and right there. And hopefully, Patricia will be back next week. So thank you so much for listening. Bye.